And welcome everybody to Nothing But Ramblings, episode number 11. And I am back for another week, and I have been playing games. Yay, I've been playing games, and we're going to talk a little bit then about... A bit of a follow-up to last week about uh, being positive, and um, what to do when there are trolls on the internet being uh, negative, and what to do with that. Uh, with a classic example happening over the weekend of someone that I do admire on Twitter, and falling into the trap that they probably shouldn't do. Uh, and then following up with... I've been wanting to talk about, obviously, I didn't go to PAX this year, um, and we just had Bathurst over the weekend, so I'm just going to touch on that kind of stuff as well towards the end, but let's get into what I've been playing, what's been going on, so work's starting to, to, to gear up, so work is getting a little bit uh, crazier, but that's still not stopping me from playing games, I'm been battling with nature that's why i'm actually really tired at the moment i'm actually recording a little bit earlier for those playing at home did get home just in time to uh play some iRacing because i've jumped up in class i've gone to d class i want to try and go through that i've spent money on some d class tracks and cars so i've been practicing all day sun saturday sunday for the new RUF series and um, going around uh, the, the circuit of the week and not knowing the circuit before I wanted and not knowing the car before I've been working my way into it however came home there was a race at one o'clock and went to log in at t 10 to 1 connection not available what the hell so uh, did every type of troubleshooting and I've had my PC out in the lounge room over the weekend for Bathurst So I was actually racing out there while watching the race, uh, which was pretty cool uh, Something I've been wanting to do for a long time now. I've got the equipment to do that. It's um, it was a fun fun weekend But I had my little wireless dongle hooked up to my PC while I was playing iRacing out there Instead of hooking the Ethernet cable up and it actually worked really well. Uh, I had <laughs> had better connection than when I was having connection issues last time I talked to you and dropping out so um, it was pretty good, but uh, didn't have that. Plugged it back in through Ethernet this uh, this time, and it wouldn't load in. I'm like, I've tried everything. I tried it with past time, so I couldn't register for the event anymore. So I was out of the event. So the next event's not for two hours, which is when my kids get home, and then the next events will be when dinner's on, and then the next event will be seven o'clock tonight. So maybe I need to get into that. I won't be able to get in any later because I'll need to be in bed early tonight. Because I'll get back to the story I was going to tell before, but. Um, yeah, unfortunately I missed it and then I got all down and plugged the wireless adapter in and all of a sudden it works fine. So I had internet, everything was working fine on the ethernet cable, but for some reason iRacing wanted me to go through the wireless dongle. Uh, it said I had perfect, I don't know, <laughs> I can't explain these things, but it works at the moment, so I'm not arguing. I'm just going to roll with the punches until I can pull it apart and find out exactly what's going on. Um, but yeah, I missed out on my iRacing, so I got a bit down, I got a bit dejected, I went to go racing another thing just to get some laps under my belt, and I just couldn't get myself up to it, and I'm like, they're, they're all practice sessions, I want to race, I need to race to get my, um, my skill level, my, uh, safety rating up, which is what I'm trying to do, so I can get to C class, um, and then slowly push myself to B and see where I'm at after that, um, but... Had a really good time yesterday racing, particularly last night. I've been practicing on this track and really just struggling to get a full lap or two under my belt without spinning out. It's a longer track. The car I'm using now is 
heavier under brakes so it's 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 more touchy under brakes so you've really got to put your foot down to stop it but if you put it down too far you start locking up and spinning out so there's a very fine line there but learning that understanding that is really important but i practice and practice and practice i went i'm just going to go into an official practice session now and and see where i'm at where the incidence is and just hope it doesn't hurt my safety rating too much and lo and behold i went around the track without any incidents for it was a good i don't know five or six laps and i got a time that was a good seven seconds under what i'd been doing all the previous lead up uh, practice sessions to it and i was only five seconds off the, the slowest car in there so that over a two and a half minute lap for my skill level i was actually really happy with that and so overall uh, it was about 14 seconds off the fastest time which i'm happy with that over over such a long track and that that's a point for me now to improve on and i can actually see myself getting midfield which is really good and then i jumped into the mx5 last night as well just after just to give it a bit of a race around on uh, one of the tracks the summit peak or summit rock i think it is at the moment but um blew myself away qualified sixth and left some people behind me on the starting grid and but i had a different moment so i've been racing for skill rating so if there's a car behind me i just let them go no problems at all just just go past me i'll pull right over on the side of the road and let you go past um just so they don't take me out and i finish the race this time i took off and i was uh, seventh and uh, seventh got past me uh so that was i dropped one position off off to the first corner and i just stayed out of the way like i did you know one of them went off and all that kind of stuff but then i had this moment where i thought well I've got a speed in my car. I was only like three seconds uh, a lap off the fastest person, but sitting mid-pack, I was actually able to keep up with all these guys that were around me and, and not have to, if, if I raced to my skill level, I didn't need to worry about dropping back because these guys had to actually work hard to overtake me. They weren't going to be just um, running up behind me. So I had that moment where I went, oh, I'm going to actually push this in a race. And lo and behold, I, well, I went off the track like three times. They were borderline only just off the tracks. Uh, and it was when there was a mouse in the house, which is the battling with nature I'll get onto in a sec, which is how this whole story started. But um, yeah, so I, I really did put in some really good laps and, and I was only about a second off my, well, half a second off my qualifying time for on average, which is pretty good. And ended up running sixth for the race, which I was quite impressed about. Didn't actually overtake anyone. I uh, did, did put some pressure on a guy and he spun out so technically overtook him but he was off on the grass and went to the pits so um but yeah didn't let anyone else pass me by that first corner and yeah held my position and really felt more confident on the track which is really enjoyable to see and i'm justifying the fact that i've purchased more tracks now to sort of continue going up through the classes so very happy we've got um, bathurst coming up in a few weeks in the ruf class so pretty excited about that one that'll be the the week i get get right into it so but yeah so we we had mice in the house last night we haven't had we had one actually a couple of weeks ago i caught it uh caught, you know cornered it where it was and chucked the broom on its head grabbed it by its tail put it in the bucket and then walked down and put it on let it go down the bottom of the hill and um thought nothing of it you know you get them every now and then not too worried about it and then last night we're sitting there and I think I was, I was just doing practice sessions, uh, test driving, and my partner yelled and screamed and 
off I went. Same thing, cornered it, put it in the bucket, took it down. Um, okay, there you go, that's happened. Uh, then racing again, uh, just practice session again, pulled over and another mouse. I'm like, oh my God, seriously, two in one night? This is ridiculous. End up we had four mice in the house last night, three of them which I caught with my bare hands uh, and a broom. Uh, catch and release, bar one didn't quite make it because he was putting up a bit more than a fight than he should have and got a little bit more squash than under the broom than I thought he did and the fourth one just vanished still no idea, We he's in the lounge room, we pulled the whole lounge room apart I didn't just put it all back together, there's literally everything got pulled apart to try and find out where it went to and we think it's gone into the wall where the cable's going through to go up to the TV so they're behind the wall, think it's probably gone in there uh, we haven't seen it since. Um, got a little uh, trap out there, so we catch it, and I'll, I'll get rid of it that way. But yeah, it was a weird night. So instead of me going to bed at nine o'clock, because obviously when I wake up at three a.m., I need to you know get a few hours of sleep under my belt. Eleven o'clock, we finished. We gave up. I just had to had to go to bed. Otherwise, I'd be even more wrecked than I am now. But you know these kind of random events um, uh, that just just screw with my week uh so not looking forward to the week ahead because i'm already uh yeah i'm wrecked right now so i'll hopefully finish recording this edit it put it up uh, and i'll have about a 20 minute nap before i go to the kids otherwise i'll be really wrecked and then we'll see how we go with racing tonight but i think i'll just race and go to bed at this stage um pretty keen to because the the changeover for i racing is about 10 o'clock tomorrow morning so if i don't race tonight i got to work till about midday tomorrow, so I'm just going to miss that window and I'm going to miss getting any kind of points this week. Uh, then all that practice on that track is null and void until, I know, next season maybe. Uh, and I've purchased a track that I won't get to actually race at because they reset every week. So next, next, you know, as of 10 o'clock tomorrow, it's a new track and I've got to then go and from scratch and learn a new track again. So... Ah, oh, the pressures of this iRacing game, and it's keeping away from Wildlands, it's keeping me away from Grid, which I did play a bit of Grid yes, over the weekend as well, that was good fun. Uh, starting to get to the pointy end of the Touring Car Series, so the races are starting to get harder, but I'm not qualifying, which is sort of self-handicapping myself, because it puts you at the back of the field and you've got to work your way through over a short period of time, which is fun. That's I think that's where the game shines for Grid, I think it's those big fields with the crazy AI and the nemesis system where if you hit someone too many times, they become your nemesis and they will try and take you out if you go near them. Um, but you get extra points for then getting past them and beating them. Uh, or your rival, I think it is. It comes up with nemesis. I'm sure it comes up with nemesis. But um, it's it's the fun of going through the field and because it's more arcadey, it's more forgiving so you can use them as cornering and stuff like that if if you do make a mistake um it, it it's a fun it's a beautiful game it's a very very beautiful game the handling's nothing like like i racing or the other one i just purchased today a zetto corsa so um yeah it, it it's fun and it's definitely definitely a good racing game for anyone who's not taking racing games too seriously but wants to have a bit of fun and wants to um feel it but so very much getting into grid right now uh played like i think i said last week or maybe i didn't uh, play like a one level of john wick which was really cool but just dreaming about playing all these other games but i racing just keeps on getting me back in and i don't think it's the fact that i've paid 
significantly more than what I would for any other game. I just, I think I'm enjoying that challenge uh, still of learning new tracks, learning new cars, getting better. And I can see the improvement, like I said before, the, the, the confidence I'm taking into the MX-5 series now compared to what I was even three weeks ago, two weeks ago, is night and day. Night and day. And I'm, I'm really enjoying that part of it. So uh, hopefully continue trying to find time over this busy period because we I think we're into round four at the moment of a 12-round series. So we're a third of the way through this series. Um, like I said, I've only missed the one week in the MX-5 series. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see how we go. Um, if I can get up to that that C class then I get into the V8s and I start tra racing the Ford around the hills and that's what I, that, that's my end game at the moment I don't really care too much about going higher than that but I will um, but yeah just I, I don't mind having a few different series that I'm running in but I'm not I do I, I want to get into the NASCAR side as well but I just got to find time and I think in the new year, I'll find more time for it. But at this stage, this time of year, when you're parcel delivery coming into Christmas, you're lacking time, unfortunately. But yeah, they're the games I've been playing. I can't think of anything else that I really gave. Because it's Bathurst weekend, so I was very much in the racing mood and racing racing feel. And I just wanted to, to race around places. And, you know, it just got me inspired again, which is good. And that's basically all I played. Play a little bit of Wildlands when I can but still loving that game. So we'll see how we go with that a bit further down the track. But I'll touch on, I said, be positive last week. Got a good response from you all. So that was really good. Thank you for listening. And usually uh, Julian Garrity's a pretty positive man out there and he's a, such a public-facing figure, like a head of massive, uh, you know, the Division Two creative lead kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, he's got such a high role says what he wants on Twitter, um, really does, you know, put put things out there and ask for feedback, and not just about his game, but he, his dogs, he loves his dogs, and, you know, he's not afraid to have a bit of fun with people, but over, over the weekend, he sort of got to that frustrating moment, and uh, a Twitter account just replied to him saying something about, oh, the Division 2's a flop, and then he came back with some choice language calling this guy out, um, something that I'm sure 100% he regrets right now in the moment funny cool had a crack at someone finally said what people think kind of thing but in the end it created more fuel for for trolls out there and uh made made more arguments than if he had just left let it go and it was an obvious obvious troll account like this person didn't have a profile picture which is a giveaway uh had like two followers and like followed 22 people and you know, hadn't tweeted since I think March or something or other. It was only tweets about, you know, having a go at people. So it's one of those accounts you just go, okay, yeah, cool, no problems. Someone feels like they want to have some fun and that's what they do with their spare time. That's cool. You just, when you, when you see things like that, when you see trolls like that that are just there to get a response, the best way to, you know, attack that is to not give a response because that, is the only way that they will basically go away, I guess, is the best way to talk about it. Because, you know, as soon as you say something back, no matter what you say, they're going to use it as fuel to, to say something else that's negative or have a go at someone or use it, twist it somewhere or another. There's, 
there's nothing you're going to say to make a troll account go, oh, cool, you know, fair. I understand where you're coming from. That's cool. Because that Twitter account is built for one thing, and that is to get someone to retweet them or say something, snap back at them, and then all of a sudden they get some impressions, and they get some follows, and they get some momentum. That's all they're there for. Literally all this account was created for. And he fell straight into it. So I don't know whether he was having a personal moment where he was just frustrated or upset with something or it just got the better room or maybe you know don't don't do drunk twitter people things like this happen but i don't know the reason behind it he has come out and sort of had a four-piece um bit of a uh we need to get be better sort of tweet thread today which i applaud him for doing um obviously he regrets what he did because he knows better than anyone you know he's not going to change this person's mind and all he's done is just made things worse so um basically came out today and said that you know we know where the division two's at at the moment and we want to work together and make it a better better place for everyone soon so uh but we are doing it it's a slow process so it's it's gonna be interesting to see what comes of that if like the worst case scenario from this is he goes into his shell and we don't hear we don't hear him talk as freely as, as he used to um, that would be absolute worst case scenario and that means this trolls won because we lost a really cool voice on social media um, hopefully he doesn't hopefully he's got the guts to just put it behind him learn from it and keep being the best Julian Garrity we know he can be so we, we will see um, but yeah like I said that's it's a learning experience for us all this is what happens when you engage trolls and the best way to put them out of their misery is to they're like a fire. Starve them of oxygen. Don't give them anything to to chew on. Don't give them any reason to, to go at it. And then they're just a, a nasty voice yelling at the vapor. Like the void, sorry. So if no one, you know, no, one, no one's there to hear them, are they really there kind of thing. So look, that's, that's my little follow-up from last week's Be Positive uh, Little Attitude uh, episode that I did. So I hope, like I said, I hope you're all enjoying it and I can see the numbers here and they are getting a little bit bigger each week which is really good thank you everyone who is sharing um the podcast through their friends and stuff like that that is 100 helpful so i'll get on to what i wanted to talk about i've had this in my mind all weekend i've i've been to pax every year for the last six years bar this year i've also in that period been to bathurst um i've been to bathurst twice and I recommend anyone who's anyone who enjoys something like they enjoy a hobby like it's sport let's say it's gaming like like a lot of us do and or anything like that there's always these things that attract other people who love them to the same place at the same time um basically i think of them as pilgrimages and you know these are things that really i like they're a must-do. If you're a, f- a fan of something, I would recommend doing it. Just just go to one of these pilgrimages. So Pax Oz, I think, is the one for Australian gamers. That is the one. No matter what's actually at the show, it doesn't really matter. It's the people who are at the show. I think I've talked about it before on, on many other things, but it's the same with Bathurst. It's, it's going to the town that is just full 100% of racing fans. And not just racing fans, but supercar fans. 
and you know the lines will be divided ford holden nissan whatever whatever your cup of tea is but at the end of the day everyone's there to see a good race so 95 percent of the people that you meet around town are there for the same reason they're for the same love the same have the same passion for the things that you love which is a beautiful thing and it's a it's an amazing place to meet friends meet people that you never met before and get out of your shell and you know just just chat just be social with these people that you would never ever normally meet you would never ever normally you know it's, it's really hard in my in my regular life as you say as a gamer um i don't find people who like to play games very often and when i say hey cool i do podcasts or i do you know stream on twitch or anything like that i just get the funny looks and the best ones like Uber drivers and or taxi drivers when they have make the small conversation or barbers when I get my hair cut. It's like, what do you do? Oh, you know, I do this, this, but also on the side I do this. And like, oh, you want to play games? Oh, my God. Uh, it's very rare that you find someone who goes, hey, cool. Oh, excellent. What are you playing at the moment? You know, this, oh, I love this game. Oh, it's great. It's very rare that you get into conversations like that. Like I've got a few people at work that, that, that semi are like that. And I can say things and they understand it, which is, a, you know, gamers have their own language. VA supercar fans have their own language. Cricket players have their own um, language as well. Something that only they understand. Like I used to go to the Ashes or even just the, the Gabba Test match once a year. And that was where we went as a group of people who loved cricket. Went to a Test match, which is one of the things where you only go to if you're a really big fan of the game. So all of a sudden we're in a crowd of, could be only 10,000, could be 40,000 of people who are just there to have fun and enjoy themselves sharing the passion that they love. It's unlike anything in the world. And like I said, these things you just need to experience in your life at least once because once you do, I'm not joking here. I'm not making fun of it. I'm not making light of the situation. The amount of people that have gone to me, oh my God, I went to PAX for the first time this year. And... It has changed my life, like that kind of stuff. Like I'm not talking, oh, you know, it was a great time, it was best, you know, it was, it was a really good weekend. Changed my life, or the best experience of my life comes up way more often than just, yeah, I had a great time. I never ever hear anyone go, oh, I just that was, I just hated it, I didn't like it, I just not doing that ever again. That was a waste of time. It's always either wow that's a, an amazing experience but more often than not it's that is the best experience of my life or that has changed my life because all of a sudden these people who thought i just don't have anyone to talk to or i've just you know i meet these people on social media and i don't know if they actually like me like me or they're just putting up with me on the internet and all of a sudden you get into a space where they're all in the same like you're actually in person with these people and you understand that those conversations you have over Twitter, over Facebook, over Instagram, all those kind of different things that where you interacting with them through the internet in whatever way, shape or form, translates one-to-one -to, -one to in real life. All of a sudden you're continuing those conversations. It's natural. It's as if you've known this person for as long as you've known them on social media. It's actually as, like it's the same as knowing someone in real life. It's just amazing how well that translates over into one of these experiences and like i said i've been to three this year 
Um, no, two this year. I missed out on Vax. That was the third one I was going to have. But Ubisoft Experience, we talked about that uh, a while ago. And Melbourne Esports Open, which I talked about as well. I met people there that, you know, sorry, I went to Twitch Brisbane. I've got friends from those events that I didn't have before. Just straight up, oh, you're here for this. I'm here for this. Let's have a chat. And you just, as long as you can break that ice, and I, I, I urge you if you are going to one of these events, to just at least once just walk up to someone who's maybe you're waiting in line to watch the next Watch Dogs Legion, you know, demo. You say, Oh, did you play Watch Dogs 2? Maybe that person, most likely that person has played Watch Dogs 2, and then you chat about you chat about that, then you all of a sudden you're chatting about other Ubisoft games you might have played, then other games you might be playing, and then all of a sudden the line's finished, you're actually the half hour's gone, you're in watching this thing. And then you go and you're like, Oh, what are you gonna see next? And then all of a sudden you're walking around this show with this person you just met in a line just because you said, hey, cool, What are, like? did you like the previous one of this or or what? It, it happens so often. So often I hear it. And it's the same with, like I said, with Bathurst or with, you know, the Ashes or any kind of major test match or just anything, like a big music festival, anything, anything that brings a whole heap of people who like the same thing together in the one space is so important for for you to experience and i really urge you especially like you know look at it for next year i'm already oh, the two i want to go to is pax oz and um bathurst this year they're on the same weekend which is you know terrible for me but i've got to decide next year i'm going to one or the other i'm definitely going to pax that that's a must um missing it this year watching it on social media and even now, seeing the people come back, seeing the connections that were made between people, the reconnections that were made, uh, which is a big thing. So some of these people you don't get to see much or talk to much for 12 months. But then as soon as you get back in the same space at Paxos and you go, oh, hey, haven't seen you for ages. You know what's been happening? Rah, rah, rah. I saw you did this on Twitter. Rah, rah. Like it's as if that 12 months just didn't happen and you've just met this person again like the next day from, from Paxos. And I missed that kind of stuff just deeply this weekend like it was it was just yeah it was really hard it was a really hard weekend to sit back and watch all these faces that I know and I would usually see and just photos together and the connections the the revitalization you get for content creating after coming after coming back from a place like that I didn't get it this year and you know it's frustrating as hell right now because I'm sitting back going I have to get there next year. No matter what happens, I, I'm getting back there next year. And, and then watching Bathurst and going, that would have been epic. That was the first time my team had won uh, the, the race in 25 years. And that was, I didn't go. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, no. So, look, they're both on my agenda for next year. And anything along those lines, Supernova, Comic-Con, look, whatever it is, find an event next year and go to it just go to it i urge you no matter what it is even if it's just a local you know play at your theater if that's what you're into and you know just find something where there's gonna be a lot of people that love that get there and then just try and get out of your shell just try and say hello to someone who you know is there for the same reasons that you are have the same passions that you are you, i guarantee you it'll be worth the price of mission just right there you'll have a friend for life it's just look 
I've met so many people pack, so I, I won't go on too much about it. Even the people have met about this. It's just, yeah, do it. Just do it. Book it early. Make sure you got accommodation, flights, everything nice and early so that, you know, book time off work. You know, just even if you get accommodation on your own or you can, you know, reach out to people on social media, you might be able to find some people, other people to stay with. Um, just do it. Make sure you do it. Uh, we've got big stuff plans for PAX ourselves next year. So uh, worst case scenario, just come along with us and, and tag along behind us. We'll we'll show you the way. But that has been another episode of Nothing But Ramblings. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back. I'll be back. We'll be back. It's a solo podcast. I'll be back next week uh, for episode number 12. No idea what I'm going to be talking about. If you do want to hit me up with a topic to talk about, uh, contact us at LockedOnLads.com. We'll get this email address. You can also get me uh, through direct message at Wilco's Chill Zone on Twitter or at LockedOnLads on Twitter as well. CBJR holds that account. Uh, if you direct message him, he'll pass it on to me. Hit it up in our Discord. So LockedOnLads.com slash Discord. Uh, you can get it through the LockedOnLads.com website. Uh, jump in there and hit me up uh, for a question in there for the podcast. However you do it, just make sure you get me through with a topic you want me to talk about or anything like that. I'm very, very happy to, to do that because I will run out of content eventually or I will just keep on rambling, which is what it's all about. Uh, if you want to support this podcast or any of the other podcasts or content that I'm creating, just go click on the website Locked On Lads. If you do want to actually financially help uh, any of our endeavors as well, uh, the Locked On Lads dot com slash patreon is a great way to do it uh we also got ad revenue on twitch at the moment so twitch.tv slash locked on lads will help us there uh subs and cheers and donations over there really do help as well uh because it's starting to build up the money around this uh but uh also the locked on lads.com slash online store i think it is but if you go to locked on lads.com website you can see the store there some pretty cool merchandise up there to grab including some jandals they're cool jandals. I gave them away. Uh, Eric, the last cosplayers, last chance cosplayers got a set. So the only set in the world so far. But um, yeah, definitely go over and check all that out. But thank you so much for your time, everyone. I will catch you uh, next week or probably on another podcast during the week. And until then, keep rambling. Bye.